Welcome to the Center Memphis Podcast. The Center Memphis exists to define reality and offer hope uh, for leaders, especially in the workplace. Uh, we offer groups that will be starting back after Labor Day, uh, starting with the Faith Driven Entrepreneur and Faith Driven Investor worldwide group, including uh, people hear from people around the world uh, in a simultaneous uh, live event at the Clark Tower. And uh, that, that will include Tim Keller and uh, Patrick Lencioni, Donald Miller, uh, Andy Crouch, and many, many others. So look on our website at thecentermemphis.org to learn about that. And uh, you'll also see that you can join a group that will start the week after uh, Labor Day week. You'll also see that we connect and help people connect with work and jobs and uh, ideas and uh, businesses. And uh, we aim to help people start redemptive enterprises. So uh, these are the ways we help uh, Memphis in, in faith and work. And this podcast is just part of that uh, because we need uh, to, to see what God's doing and see what he's up to. So uh, welcome to it this morning. And uh, um, Dan Butler is with me again. Our, our host, Brantley Davidson's out with a baby. Uh, and that family is growing and doing well. Uh, Dan is a real estate investor and investor in other businesses and people. And uh, he's joined us before and been guiding us. So uh, welcome back, Dan. Good morning. How are you? Good. This podcast is about winning. We're in the middle of our series on winning. And, you know, you know we don't mind taking a theme of the Olympics. We don't mind. It's a time of people thinking about that. Uh, but we have a you know, on our site at thecentermemphis.org, you're going to have articles on that every week, and there'll be a full series through the month of August. Uh, but today we'll, we'll even define it. Um, so, yeah, so I'll take it from there. What when you think about a winner, uh, when we say winner, what comes to your mind, uh, Howard, when we think about winners? Well, now, you know, out there, you, you see, you know, even the, the Olympics, you just see. What is winning? Uh, did Simone Biles, did she win right. by not competing? Not, yeah. You know, and there are great debates on that. I don't, I don't know the full answer. Standing uh, up for herself and what was healthy for her versus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Seems like she did to me. Yeah. Uh, so you know, even just the definition of winning comes up mm-hmm. as you watch games uh, yeah. and, what, and what, what, what might really be going on uh, in their own lives and what the bigger story that uh, God is playing out. So uh, I see that. I, I love the. That Paul Chalimo story, for some reason, that really hit me, and I, that's in an article uh, from last week. But that kid, I call him a kid, but a young man running around the track, he was, he was looking around, he seemed nervous, he almost ran off the track, and at the very end, he just dove, literally dove, yeah. to win bronze. It was clear he wasn't uh, going uh, to be gold, and silver was in question, uh, but then bronze, he just and stuck that head right across <laughs> Uh, sacrificing, <laughs> surrendering uh, what he had uh, to make sure he he came to he came to Tokyo for a, a medal and he, uh, he 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 went back with one. Wow! So that that was kind of fun. Oh, that's awesome. How about you? You know, I just think about I mean, even with Olympics or any any uh, business or you know sports or or what have you, I just think I think of delayed gratification. Hmm. You know, like. And and then you're you're basically giving up something in pursuit of something else. You know, you're letting other things go. You know, something's got to give. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. You know, when you're pursuing something and want to be the best or, or be a winner, there's some there's a ta- I call it a tax. Something else is being taxed that your family, your friends, uh, you know, lifestyle, leisure, whatever that is, you're giving up something in pursuit of trying to be a winner. 
Yeah, and hopefully it's something greater, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, who, like so, when we talk about winners, who who comes to your mind? Um, you mentioned the the Olympian Biles, but who else comes to your mind in like the business world or any other sports that you can think of? Um, you know, I think of of people. Uh, you know, I was just listening to the story of Inky Johnson. If you hadn't heard that, and 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 sports, I was, uh, my son. It's great when your son passes you something. I've heard the story before, but heard it again even uh, this week and how he worked so hard. Uh, his mother uh, picking him up at 1030 in the parking lot in Georgia and then saying, Mom, shine the lights on the field as a seven, eight-year-old. I'm going to mm -hmm. run some more, and I want to see your eyes when I do it. Uh, and just determined uh, to, to not uh, be in a house sleeping with 14 people two bedroom, you know, and, sure. and rotation to get the bed every, every however many nights he, they got it. Uh, and the bed meant, you know, to be with there with six others. So, wow. uh, so just to, uh, all he gave up and then injury and didn't get it and then surrender even more. Um, so somebody like that who puts it all on the line and doesn't give up. Mm -hmm. That's good. What, um, um, uh, when I think about those, I, 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 I love this example of being a Clemson guy, just like the Dabo Sweeney versus Nick Saban. Yeah. And just they're both winners and just what that culture looks like to be a winner. You know what I mean? Like, which I think really plays into our conversation today, like the, the contrast of their focus and how they go about being a winner. But th that's something I think about when we, when we talk about winners. Yeah, but all in guys. And didn't Dabo Sweeney once sleep? Didn't, yep, didn't he, with his mom, uh, you know, air mattress or something like that. Like he was, yeah, no yeah. father, no father around. Just yeah, a little bit like the Rudy story. He, yeah, he, he, his, his, right. his trip to Alabama. Yeah, walk yeah. on, walk on football player. Actually walked away from football, and was a commercial real estate agent. And uh, yeah, got pulled back in to be an assistant. And and then know. and then got and then and then the full time coach. Right. That's right. <laughs> and quite a good one. Yep. So when we think about. Um, from a worldly view, how do you think we define winning or being a winner? What 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 comes to your mind when you think about that? Well, we laughed about we all laugh about you know uh, our, our, those great theologians in in the movie um, Talladega Nights, uh, where if you're not if if you're not winning, if you're not first, you're last. Mm. Uh, and but yeah, I think sadly we 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 take that as a motto. Mm. And I pointed out in that article a couple of weeks ago. Uh, how there's even a business book written on that. And I looked at that. I looked at most of the chapters on that. And um, they did seem to be, they seem to be putting yourself first. If you don't win, you're losing. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly in that, of course, even that scene of that movie, right? Even the dad comes back and says, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Boy, I was high. <laughs> That's what he says at the end. And I think, I think when we, we think that, we think we have to win at the cost of others. Um, uh, we are. We might be. We might be. We might be on something. We might not be on the right thing. That's that's good. I think. <clears throat> I think. I think about. I mean, the Olympics gold medal. You know, it's kind of the first. You're. You're. You know. You only think about the gold medalists, right? Yeah. You don't think about the silver, bronze, or even the person that was third or fourth, and they were just within what, point zero one. You know, like so close. That's right. And, that's and right. just about every field that you look at, it's so crazy. Like, it's like a blink of an eye, and that's who the difference between a gold and the rest of them. A nose. Seinfeld did a, a whole nose. routine on that. A nose right over <laughs> the difference in being known and not known. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it, you know, and then just you know, uh, who's rich, who's not? Gold medals, uh, championships, valedictorian. You know, for our kids, that's very, very poignant. You know, uh, you know, right now with our kids and they're growing up and the the pressure of those guys. You know, they come home with just the homework and just striving to be um, the winner in their class. You know, so that's that's just that's yeah. something I think about. And what and and even even a prize that doesn't. I mean, what are they really going to get? I mean, the I think Teddy Roosevelt said that comparison was the thief of joy, and maybe maybe theologically that's right or, or on or, or not, but it, it does matter where you're looking. Certainly, comparison horizontally mm-hmm. is a real problem. Paul said, "I don't care what anybody says about me. I don't even judge myself." But it's the same man who said, "Imitate me as I imitate Christ." So mm-hmm. it's 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 awesome that there's a four minute mile out there. And you know it can be done. Golfers, I think, stand around and in and, and some days just watch Tiger take over. Um, you know, pro golfers trained to do this, and when they're almost so caught up in comparison in this sense, instead of looking that it's possible, they're seeing that they can't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and and all in wonder is awesome that he can do right. it. But then, you know, uh, to see that it's possible, I think that those are good things about looking at what others can do. But to somehow think you're less. Or to somehow think if you're not the best at that in the classroom, in uh, on the golf course, in, in business, uh, that you're that if you don't get more money or take more from the deal, uh, that that you're somehow losing uh, is is a real a real trap for people, and uh, and then doesn't recognize who put you here. Yeah, I love what you said. I mean, I think the the everything we've talked about so far. Uh, as far as like people and stuff, it's just been uh, a, a very horizontal view versus the vertical. Where where are you and how does God see you? Right. And what's your relationship with God versus and how He's going to see you in comp- in your competition or your schoolwork or whatever that is? You know, are you know are you giving Him the glory? Are you doing your personal best to glorify Him versus worrying about you know? And it's very poignant. Like my son was talking about, he's starting golf and he's just a freshman versus all these guys that are you know, been playing for years and all he's doing is comparing it. Like, where does he stand in that, you know, and it's like, no, just do your personal best and give God the glory of that. You're able to play golf and, and be in that team and, and compete, you know, like that's, that, that's something to be said in of itself. What a gift, what a gift to, to be out there. So to that's know right. that somebody else went from this level to that level right. is, is helpful to say that if I'm not that level, I'm not worth something. Right. Is, is is so destructive I think um, and so I think we have we, we compare we want we sometimes we don't care that we're good at something or enjoy it we care that we have more of it than somebody else and that's and that's just you know that's just a total falsehood and uh, of life and will and this will destroy joy and destroy how you're made and I think the second thing to that is is the wrong finish line right you know like uh, who who remembers the bronze medalist? Who remembers the gold medalist? Uh, you know, unless it was Michael Phelps, who had so many. I mean, right, it's, so a many. Good, it's a good trivial answer. Trivial right. answer. But like, who remembers those things? How long do they last? Um, and where the Bible is so clear that the finish line, the only finish line, is um, is, 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 is is God saying to us, "Well done, good and faithful servant." Right. Uh, and then we know that that wasn't up to us. That was de- dependency, and then following in faith. So, 
What, just out of curiosity, during your career, you know, you've, you've, you've been an entrepreneur, you've been a business leader. What was some of the, uh, you know, things that you thought about as far as for you personally to be a winner um, as we're kind of like dissecting vertical versus horizontal, you know, viewpoints? Well, yeah, I, I think that um, even realizing, you know, so, so we want to do the best of this. You want the company to do the best. And, and, and one huge problem that companies face more than anything is that co- people see the competition internally. Mm-hmm. They're, they're people trying, striving for this job or that job. And so they, they really see the competition as internal or trying to beat the other guys. We had a working one bank that's huge mortgage operations trying to, of course, you rank the branches. Right. But to show them, but to do that to show what's possible um and, and and trying to win there and the competition uh really is is not ever internally right at, at your own business and, and and sometimes you you know only so many shoes they're going to be bought and so nike said you know their motto is to crush adidas that's not a bad rallying cry <laughs> for a organization uh, right. that believes they have a better product for the world right um and so that's that's competition but at the end game uh, I think you, you see that if I don't get to this, these dollars or that thing uh, or beat even the people that I compare myself to, and unfortunately too, in companies too often it's internally, and then in the neighborhood, um, it can be the way the house looks, it can be uh, the kid at school, and you know, it can be that my, my kid doesn't do better, I don't feel like uh, we're winning, and, and all those things are just traps. And I would say too is like if you – you know, I, and I, I see this play out with my kids and, and different folks. Like, if you're not the winner, and if you're not, you know, don't have the same drive to be, you know, valedictorian or whatever that goal is, yeah. you can actually see things because of it. The horizontal worldly view, you actually see people go the opposite, like lose hope, lose desire, lose drive. Does that make sense? What I'm saying, like, get lazy, get whatever that looks like, but kind of despair, if, if you will, because somebody's. Uh, the world has convinced them or they've convinced Just themselves that that is an ultimate thing. That's right. The best at geometry yep. or the best at track or the best at art. Um, you, that's an ultimate thing. And, you know, instead of saying, am I, am I bringing, uh, my bringing my best and what, what would you do next with it? God, because yeah. it's not even, remember we, we learned in the lesson of gifts and you see that on the site, uh, that it's not even a gift if you don't use it to serve others. And what I think, you know, it's kind of keeping with the worldly view, but also just how God made us. I think um, uh, Robert Kiyosaki did a book for kids, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the guy wrote, wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which has helped people, mm-hmm. you know, invest in real estate and different stuff. So it's very top of mind for me. But he wrote a book for kids, and he was just talking about, like, and I can't remember all seven, but basically we're all built with some gift, you know, whether it's academia or sports or, you know, strength or, you know what I mean, like, or, or able to read and, and uh, retain information. There's always, there's some gift that God's given us, you know, and, and, and knowing that, um, you know, that to, to pursue what God's, you know, the gifts that God's given you versus focusing on what others have or don't, you know, what you don't have. That's right. Everyone made in the image of God, everyone sure. made equally in the image of God. And that is from people with, with obvious talents for certain, uh, industries or sports right. uh, or arts, uh, but it's also uh, meek and lowly and, and, and those who encourage others. Um, 
those those gifts are um, endless, really. Uh, and the, the world may be caught up in certain ones, but the, the gifts that God distributes are um, are endless, and and uh, everybody has one. Yep. So let's let's uh, you know go into what you know. The Bible talks a lot about winners and gifts. Uh, what what are some some of the attributes that you know of that we can speak to with through Scripture uh, that are attributes of a winner? Well, I think uh, we we have seven outlined actually in the article, and you can see that on the the Center Memphis mm-hmm. uh, dot org thing. But we have a they know they're gifted. They mm-hmm. recognize like you, you you brought up the that book. They know they have a gift. Yep. Each of you possess one, and they know it's not about them. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think two they're focused, they're goal oriented. They see a vision, and they know. Um, that they have something to do with it. Again, I've just recently heard that Inky Johnson story again. Uh, but, I mean, this, this child was focused at seven to make the NFL. Now, I like to say, really, for the average person, the, the, the average young boy, the sooner he realizes he's not going to be NFL or NBA, the better for him. Right. For and I think that's true yeah. if you just look at pure math. Statistics, uh, yeah. But this child, was, this child knew it, mm. and he was focused, and he had a vision. And God took him all the way to the vision and then not the final piece mm. with that injury, right? So he took him all the way to that and then used and then, but blessed him incredibly. Uh, but, it, but, but learning to be focused and, and, and do one part of life helps you with another. So I think focus, I think passionate, there's no way uh, to do it without passion. And uh, even, even Paul, my favorite verse on that is I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart with Christ which is better. I'm torn between staying here. This is the ultimate of the two victories. Staying here to help others meet Jesus or meet him myself right away. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's passion torn between the two. And then I, uh, dependent. I don't think there's a, 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 a real winner, to, 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 to probably um, say that a little too tritely, that knows that they're not dependent on something. Coaches. Mm. He talked about Dabo, his mother. Uh, especially looking back, they know they didn't do it all, uh, even if they think they did. Their heart knows they didn't. So we're dependent on others for daily life. We're dependent uh, ultimately on God himself who, who, who put us here in this time. The things we control versus things we don't control, uh, the math of that is uh, undeniable too. And they're, and they're certainly disciplined. Every leader, in the, every leader is disciplined uh, and follows things with intentional and detailed preparation uh, competes uh, a crown, uh, competes according to the rules. Um, and they're surrendered. They understand the cost of their pursuit, uh, maybe not at first, uh, but later. Like you said, they're giving up something for something else. That trade-off is incredibly important. Um, and that's talked about uh, throughout the Bible, knowing what you're doing. And I think more than anything else, especially for what matters, confidence. Uh, Every coach will tell you that um, predictability uh, leads to confidence. And so if I've got something, I've got confidence in something to get me there that's bigger than me, and Christ himself, uh, looking for the reward, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory. The victory is won. And that's a great deal for Christians in the workplace, as leaders in your homes. You already have the real victory. Now pursue this next thing uh, that God's put in front of you, uh, 
to play according to the rules and, and with those other attributes. You know, I think what I would just as, as kind of wrap up here, I would say I would read the um, read this article and actually go to this scripture. I think the scriptures are awesome to be able to go back and reference that God, re- you know, addresses the attributes of a winner and how to have a vertical viewpoint on being a winner. Um, so I guess to close it out, how would you summarize being a winner from a biblical worldview? Well, to stop making temporary earthly comparisons and trying to 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 win at every single thing. I mean, people just the fight to get in line for something, the fight uh, to win, mm-hmm. and that's not not doing your best. And and in I'd say what's I love to say what's what's going to be like in heaven, and then back down from there. I don't, they're not going to be losers in heaven, <laughs> right? Uh, so if there is basketball, which my, <laughs> my kids sure hope there's going to be, it's going to be. In, enjoying doing your best and seeing, oh, great shot now. <laughs> Let me try. Oh, great. <laughs> right. You know, um, and if there are sports and, and if there are uh, things going to be more like we know, we're going to be celebrating for the others as much as we celebrate for ourselves as we look at how beautiful and wonderful our Savior is and gaze on that beauty forever. So I'd say let's stop comparison. Let's stop trying to win at, 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 the, at the cost of others. And, and compare to others in a way that's destructive without our vertical comparison. And then let's keep our eyes on the prize. Yeah. Um, I mean, what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world and forfeit their soul? Jesus is super clear about this. So the last will be first and the first will be last. That's the opposite of the Talladega Nights uh, theology, uh, which turns out they were high. So, <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> You know, to know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Go ahead. Let me help you win. Mm-hmm. Um, I already have the victory. No, that's great. I think uh, I think for our listeners out there, I think just knowing this for ourselves and, and, and seeking Scripture and, and wisdom from others to help think, you know, mind shift. But, I mean, it's so important for our kids because this it goes against everything about, the you know, how the world teaches to be a winner from the time you, you know, from out, you know, from a baby on. So this, this is great stuff. That's right. And if we know, if we know in Christ, He's done it all. We have the victory. We've won. Think about those games where you already know you're a victor. You can stop and congratulate the other team. You can stop and 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 help others get there. Oh yeah, let's get some other people in the game. Um, that's in business. That's in life. Mm-hmm. And if we know, the only reason we're we have we're caught in victory. We we can't lose it. Uh, when our trust is in Christ, so then, therefore, let's help everybody else get there. Yes, that's right. Starting with our families, yep. and moving, and then moving into every part of the workplace that's that right. we go and everywhere we go, uh, we're His. We have the victory. Let's let's let others know about it. Absolutely, good stuff. Thank you, Howard. Thank you for being here. Amen. All right, programming note: uh, there'll be article, more articles, and podcasts on winning, on surrendering, uh, coming up. Uh, on these other attributes, we'll hit them all. And uh, so look for those in the coming weeks. And then on September 8th and 9th, uh, we get back together as groups with a faith-driven entrepreneur and faith-driven investor um, worldwide watch party. And we're doing that together at the, at the bottom of Clark Tower. And you go to the site, thecentermemphis.org, how to sign up. And then be part of our weekly groups. We'll be having four groups in East Memphis at the Clark Tower uh, this coming uh, September. And we'll have one downtown uh, on Main Street 
uh, and look for details about that. But that will be on Thursday's lunch. So uh, Wednesday, early morning and lunches. Friday's early morning and lunches in, uh, in East Memphis and then Thursday's uh, downtown. So look for how to sign up for that and be, be part of it. And tell your friends. Thanks so much.